Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby, and we've entered a whole nother ball game. It's been an exciting day with uh, a suspenseful period leading up to it that I didn't really want to get into, but uh, we're gonna we're going to right now. So here we go. Okay. Firstly, we were watching horror movies today in the background. We watched uh, an Italian movie with dubs called A Basic Horror Story or A Classic Horror Story. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Casey liked that one more. Um, I don't know that I did as much, but it was okay. And then we watched the remake or the reboot of A Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, uh, of course, it had some social commentary. It kind of fell flat on its face. And it very unceremoniously revived the survivor of the first movie uh, in a kind of Lori-type Halloween situation where she's now the hard ass who's going to hunt down the slasher. Um, but they did not do it justice, man. The whole movie was very silly. It had better killing scenes than a classic horror story, but uh, it fell flat in a lot of other ways, in a lot of non-chainsaw-related ways. I mean, just the, it was, you know, I mean, slashers, the characters make terrible decisions, but this one, in, incredibly terrible decisions, incredibly terrible, where you're just like, what? What? And here's a total non-spoiler. Like, a, there's a scene on a bus where everyone's getting chainsawed on a bus. And the girl, one girl gets past the Leatherface. And rather than just go out the front door of the bus that's opened, she opens a window and tries to climb through it. And he just turns and chainsaws her in half. And it's like, yeah, what? It, it's that kind of stuff. Or just, like, they really didn't think it out. Almost could have been written by an AI. Okay? So... Now the serious meat and potatoes of today's talk. Um, I'm going to try and summarize this as succinctly as possible. So we've been under the impression with the Tesla solar system that we were only allowed to export solar energy. We had a solar export agreement, right? Now, in a way, who cares? Um... But here's how that here's how this the the dynamic the most advantageous dynamic of that situation right. In the summer, we use solar, we use batteries throughout the day. There's a surplus of energy, and then when peak time comes around in the afternoon, we don't use solar. We only use battery. And we export all of the solar because it's worth about three times more for those hours. Then winter comes around and those hours shift to when it's dark outside. So you can't export solar when it's dark outside. Rather, throughout the day, you just use grid energy while storing all the energy that you can so that when peak comes around, you only power through peak with stored solar. So you're not really returning peak credits, which are worth three times as much. 
Well, the bright future that I always have looked forward to was there will come a day where, and there's a couple of flavors, a couple intensities of this, but where you would be incentivized to discharge your batteries into the grid. So you would not ever export, maybe you would, but you would try not to export solar during the day. Rather, you would just store it in your batteries and then discharge those batteries for three times the amount of money later in the evening. Another version of that is virtual power plants, and those are you sign up special, and the community will ask you, hey, we're having an event, and we're willing to pay this much more during that event. Um, yeah, and that's been going on all over the place, but not here. So we've, we were not part of a virtual power plant. Well, the other week, there was a conversation going on in a comment section about how we have just switched into the winter time period, which for us, it's kind of a bummer, but I don't know. It is what it is. We still save about $100 a month by only using batteries for those few hours instead of importing. Um, anyway, and there's less solar to go around because it's winter regardless. Well, someone in that comment thread was like, oh, you could get batteries if you don't, if, you know, this kind of situation is good for batteries. And then someone responded to that guy going, Oh, $100,000 of, you would need 100 kilowatt hours of batteries. It would cost you $60,000, like all these things that were really big assumptions. And I tuned in and said to him, like, hey, we've got batteries. Um, and I would definitely say you do not need 100 kilowatt hours worth of batteries. If you're only worried about this situation with a time of use, you probably only need like 8 or 10 kilowatt hours worth of batteries. You don't need 100. Those are, that's days on days worth of storage. And we have 40. Uh, a person comes back and asks, like, oh, can you discharge them or something? And I was like, oh, I don't think so. No. Someday, hopefully, that would be really cool. And then someone says to me, oh, you're not discharging your batteries? Do you have a different agreement? And then he puts a link to their agreement. I go and read this. And I'm like, oh, my God, the, the verbiage is so vague that it says you could store your solar power and, you know, export. So it, anyway, the way that it worded it was very vague. And I went and looked and basically in the Tesla app earlier this year, many months ago, like March, they added a couple of features that you could turn on. Export settings, which allowed you to export either solar or everything. And another setting, import from the grid. So you could charge your batteries from the grid rather than just from solar. And if you combine those two settings, it would allow you, especially in the wintertime, to charge your batteries full 
and then right at peak time when electricity is worth three times more, you can just dump your batteries in the grid, pretty much regardless of your solar production that you've had. So it wasn't showing up in my app, and I figured it was because it wasn't allowed here. But I made a support ticket request for the feature, and it sat and sat and sat. And then today, halfway through the movies, I got a response back from Tesla support that said, we have added the feature to your app. You can go check. And sure enough, it was there. And sure enough, once turned on this evening, as soon as 5 o'clock rolled around, we started absolutely slamming electricity back into the grid. 15 kilowatts. Which, to put in perspective, that's almost nothing for a car. It's really nothing for our batteries. But it's the, it is the peak continuous flow of our batteries or whatever. It's, it's the, as much as the batteries can put out. But it doesn't lower your warranty. And if we charge, I put the reserve so it doesn't play with the bottom 20% of our capacity. I put the reserve at 20 and it should use 32 kilowatt hours basically a day to dump into the grid and then get through the night or whatever. Um, so even if we were to pay for those kilowatt hours, which we shouldn't because of solar for the most part, we would pay about seven cents per kilowatt hour. And then we would turn around and sell them for let's say 22. And that's a 15 cent profit on every kilowatt hour that we do that with. And that's, uh, I mean, that's two thirds profit basically. So we should be netting about $4 and 50 cents a day from just this little technique, <laughs> which I'm kind of like, let's see how it goes. You know what I mean? A lot of people, I, I mean, I read so many forum posts and threads about this, trying to figure out how I could make the settings available to me. And a lot of people aren't into it. They just turn it off because they would rather keep their power walls full. Other people seem to say that they will learn your usage habits. You know, some people said, I don't want it, for instance, I don't want it to dump all of its energy as soon as peak time comes around and then if I turn the oven on I have to pay for peak electricity like what's the point of that and other people were like oh no that's a setting you have to go in and change and like I I did this I had to go in and change this setting I had just put the buy and the sell price of all of our electricity at the same thing because it didn't really matter previously if that makes sense like all that the app had to know was when. It didn't really need to know how. And now it kind of does need to know how, and it needs to realize, like, look, I'm trying to make it until 9 p.m. without using any grid electricity. Don't dump 32 kilowatt hours worth in the first hour and leave me hanging dry for the last three hours. You know what I mean? But either way, I mean, this should be, this should be huge. It should be huge because it's not just for winter. It will also presumably work in the summer. 
like I'm trying to think of how it would work in the summer. We have more than enough solar, and then the day would come. I, I don't know. It's going to be a lot more complicated to wrap my head around, but it should be a game changer for the winter because we still have electric bills in the winter. We, until now, we have used no peak electricity because of the batteries, but now we're going to be returning peak electricity because of the batteries. And hopefully not using that much peak electricity, but it's gonna be pretty wild. And also it has to be, it has to go with saying that the whole problem with why there is this peak and non-peak electricity is because everyone wants to use their electricity at the same time. So it is burdensome on the grid. And that's the whole idea with batteries is that you would take electricity from when there is surplus electricity and use it when demand is the highest. So it's basically adding a service by making it so that to an extent, of course, we're just one house. You know, eventually you want this to be thousands and tens of thousands of houses are doing this. But right now, we're helping take the load off the grid for not just us, but our neighbors all around this time. So I hope that it makes it so that our neighborhood now burns a little bit less brightly on the midnight coal, if you will. And that's pretty cool. Very big day. As I've said, I thought that this would have taken years to as a development. Like I seriously thought there'd have to be like lobbying and a vote and a trial period with specific houses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm very stoked that it came to me just via an update to the app. Anyway, we went to Trader Joe's. We got some smoked salmon dip and an arugula salad with lentils. It was very good. Vinaigrette and chicken. It's been a delicious day. I also made spaghetti for uh, lunch with beans in the sauce. We had a Topo Chico. Fall is here, everybody. Thank you very much. Come again tomorrow. <laughs>